my name is Patricio Robayo, and I'm a reporter here at the Sullivan County Democrat newspaper. Today is Friday, February 26. Here are your headlines for the week of the 22nd. Composting in the Works Story by Isabel Braverman. Sullivan County transports thousands of tons of garbage each year upstate to Seneca Meadows landfill, and approximately 30%, 24,000 tons, of the solid waste stream, 80,000 tons, consists of compostable organics. County legislatures on Thursday approved a resolution to implement a comprehensive composting program to service the residents of the county. Sustainability Coordinator Heather Brown said they received a New York State Department of Environmental Conservation grant in 2017 to evaluate the waste management stream. Future of Ethics Board Up in the Air Story by Isabel Braverman The ethics charge against Legislature Louis Alvarez was once again rehashed at a public meeting. At the county's Legislature Executive Committee meeting last Thursday, Chairman of the County Ethics Board, John Kiefer, appeared before the board in order to address some misconceptions about the special meeting regarding Alvarez's charge on January 28th. Kiefer said comments from some legislatures during that meeting rebuked members of the Ethics Board, none of whom were present. Scott Mace is running for Thompson Supervisor. Story by Patrice Robayo. Voters in Thompson this November will have a choice for who they want to be their town supervisor. Thompson Town Councilman Scott Mace told the Democrat that he's running for town supervisor position this election season. Mace, a Republican, will be facing off against longtime Democrat Supervisor Bill Reber Jr., who will be seeking re-election this year. Mace told a Democrat, after 30 years as a community pharmacist and selling Rockville Pharmacy, I have the time to dedicate to the position. Growing up in Canton, New York, Mace moved to Rock Hill in 1994, where he started working for Rite Aid in Monticello. Around 2004, he opened up his own independent pharmacy in Rock Hill, in Cardinal Square. Mace sold his business in 2019, but can still be found working behind the counter from time to time. Fallsburg former Judge Ward, case closed, story by Patricia Rubio. The New York State Commission on Judicial Conduct has released its findings earlier this month on the case against former Fallsburg Town Justice Court Judge Amanda Ward. Ward had resigned from her position effective as of October 31, 2020, after being served with the New York State Commission's charges. Ward was charged with a disqualifying conflict with a party or witness and failing to disclose or recuse herself as required. Room to negotiate? SCVA talks with the county continue. Story by Isabel Braverman. The Sullivan County's Visitors Association, the SCVA, is currently in contract negotiations with the county legislature. A resolution was before the legislatures at their full board meeting on Thursday to untable the resolution to terminate the contract but they took no action on that. Chairman Rob Dordry said he promised the SCVA board president since Foster that the resolution wouldn't be untabled and that the negotiations would happen in private. Industrial mechanic recovering after accident. Story by Matt Schrodel. Members of the Liberty Joint Fire District, the Monticello Fire District, and the Mobile Medic EMS and the Village Liberty Police Department responded to a call at the Ideal Snacks facility on Mill Street Thursday evening for a report of a person trapped in a machine. Jacob Fairman, 
who works as an industrial mechanic, said he was working on a machine which has a long pipe with an auger inside that feeds grain. Fremen was standing on the stepladder and communicating with another worker about the repairs when the auger impaired his hand and went clear through. Fremen said his co-worker reacted quickly and hit the stop button on the machine. If it wasn't for him, I'd probably be in a lot more trouble, Fairman said. County seeing substantial fires this year. Story by Isabel Braverman. Sullivan County Fire Coordinator John Hoschel said in 2020 there were 27 structure fires. So far this year, there have been 42. There has been definitely an increase, Hoschel said. Due to what? I don't know. He said it could be a combination of things, such as people being home more and using other forms of heat due to the high cost of fuel oil. He cautioned that the space heater should be kept clear of curtains, furniture, clothing, and anything that's ignitable. Reich launches public condemnation of Doherty. Story by Isabel Braverman. At last week's full board meeting of the council legislature, legislature Nadia Reich called out Chairman Rob Doherty for using social media and the county's website to put out statements without the full agreement from the rest of the legislature, using his title as chairman to represent the legislatures. You need to inform us of these letters and posts so that we can agree as to what you are saying, she said. You are representing all of us. She said she would introduce a resolution to issue a formal censure of Dorothy. The resolution states that, in part, the chair is expected to uphold the integrity of the office on the behalf of the residents of Sullivan County and the county legislature. In addition, she said he has used words that are inappropriate and has publicly mistreated women, including herself. Rogers is the only woman on the board. You've yelled, you bullied, you've harassed, she said. It needs to stop now. In a statement to the Democrat, Dorothy said, I vehemently deny acting or commenting inappropriately towards any employee or the public during our legislature meetings or through any other interactions with the county employees or the public. A heart as large as the stature. Chris Pickney remembered as a community grieves by Matt Shortall. Ask anyone who is fortunate enough to know him and they'll say the same thing. Christopher Pickney, 28, was larger than life and just by every way manageable. An imposing figure standing 6'5 and weighing 250 pounds. Those who knew him best say his large stature was matched only by his size and depth of his heart. Chris and his partner Jennifer Edwards were expecting to celebrate the upcoming birth of their first child. Last Sunday morning, February 21st, Chris was working on a device that would reveal the baby's gender at a party with his friends and family later that day. Shortly before noon, according to New York State Police, that device exploded, killing Christopher and severely injuring his younger brother, Michael. Since then, the Manor community and beyond has offered an outpouring of support as the Pickney family mourns in an imaginable loss. Mamikating discusses DNH Canal Interpretive Center. Story by Samantha Matanga. During the February 16th meeting, Mamikating Town Supervisor Jenna Leibold brought up the DNH Canal Interpretive Center on the Bova Road and the idea of the town taking control of its operations. She explained that back in 2017, a previous town board passed a resolution to have the center change hands from the county to the town in either a lease or a deed. Leibold told the board 
that the county approached her recently about the town taking over the museum. Leibold explained that approximately 10 years ago, the county received $1.1 million grant, which allowed the museum to be built along with the signs that explain the history of the canal that are placed all along the trail. Other than this, Leibold stated, not much was ever done with the museum. According to Leibold, the museum has not been promoted and there is no fee to enter. The cost to operate the museum is $9,793 annually, and she stated that her belief that it would be an asset to the town because of the DNH Canal Trail and its location to Route 209 with its ability to be connected to the Mamakating Environmental Education Center. And in Sullivan Life this week, King of the Ice draws hundreds to White Lake, store by Matt Shortall. When the clock struck 6 a.m. on Sunday, February 21st, the competition was on. Hundreds of participants ventured out into the frozen White Lake for this year's King of the Ice Fishing Tournament, organized by the Sullivan County, Conservancy, organized by the Sullivan County Conservation Club and hosted by the White Lake Fire Company. King of the Ice attracts contestants from across Sullivan County and the region. It might have been his first time at the King of the Ice and the first fish he caught of the day, but 24-year-old Hayden Carnell of Monticello took home the crown and trophy with his 8.2-pound walleye as this year's winners. And in celebration of Black History Month, acting, gymnastics, and a new talk show, the Tweeds do it all. This is part four of a new series for the Sullivan County Democrat, which has been running every Friday in February in recognition of Black History Month. Story by Joseph Abraham. She is a Sullivan County native that acts, models, and continues to help her parents run J&J Driving School. He is an author who also acts and teaches gymnastics and martial arts and ran the Village of Monticello Recreation Department for many years. Crystal and Pedro Tweed are nothing short of a power couple. During the quarantine, they started a new project, Tweed Talks, which is a talk show on Facebook Live. At the first episode, centered around the different topics like exercise and yoga to help keep people in shape while they were stuck at home. Then I thought of it, I said, listen, we got to keep people entertained, something to make them forget about what was really happening, said Pedro. The tweets also started inviting some of their talented friends on the show, those from the martial arts, to the musicians with local ties like Kathy Patty and Justin Sutherland. Listen to a special podcast coming out by the Sullivan County Democrat will be featured a full interview with Pedro and Crystal Tweed. That's all for this week. Make sure to check out our website, sedemocratonline.com. Check for the newspaper and newsstands everywhere in Sullivan County. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend and stay safe out there.